You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I follow it pretty closely. Um, you know, I'm excited for, you know, Coach Elliott and uh, the opportunity that they have there and what he's trying to build, and I'll be there every step along the way, um, whether that's, you know, cheering in person or cheering from a distance. That is Anthony Harris, a former Wahoo safety, and we'll hear from him later on in the show. So happy Tuesday and first day of football spring practice. Hi, I'm Jackie Franchuli from Wahoo's 24-7, and welcome to a new episode of the good old podcast. And boy, it feels good to have football back. Um, This is going to be Virginia head coach Tony Elliott's first spring practice in Charlottesville. So they will have the first 30 minutes open for the media um, we'll have a chance to talk to Tony Elliott and a few players as well. And there's a couple of questions coming into the spring practice that we'll be looking out for when they start. Obviously, the big question is, how will the Virginia defense look under the new defensive coordinator, Coach John Radzinski? Um, obviously, last year was not great for that particular group. Uh, Virginia allowed 31 point. 31.8 points per game, which out of 130 FBS teams, it's ranked 104th. We're going to see how the defense shakes out. Obviously, you if you've read our five biggest questions uh, leading into spring practice on Wahoo's 24-7, one of the things I'm curious about, too, is what they're going to do about the edge rushers on the roster. You know, guys like Deshaun Perry um, – were switched positions under the former staff, but they were recruited as edge rushers. So it'll be interesting to see if they adjust that. I'm looking forward on the offense to see how the running game look. Both, you know, Des Kitchings and Elliott are coming in with a reputation of, you know, getting that running back room to be efficient and proficient. So I'm curious to see how the running game changes with this new staff. Um, Virginia returns a couple of good running backs with Mike Collins, Ronnie Walker, and Amon Faustin. Obviously, Keaton Thompson, Mr. Do-It-All. It can also be a factor in the run game. So those th- those four guys are going to be guys to watch during spring. You know, as, as you all seen through my reporting, that Amon Faustin has been getting some rave reviews during the off-season winter workouts. So we see how that has translated onto the field in spring. The other group that we're keeping an eye on is the offensive line. Obviously, Coach 2J did some work, (laughs) a lot of work in January, to secure a lot of signatures on National Signing Day. Unfortunately, two of his grad transfers are unable to be at spring practice since they'll be graduating from their respective schools in May, so they will not be part of spring practice. But we'll we'll have an idea of how they're filling in uh, from those six guys who left the program. Um, including three starters and Olu, Swoboda, and Haskins all leaving uh, and transferring to other schools. So it'll be interesting to see how guys like Noah Josie has grown over the course of the first year. And obviously, while it's 24-7, we'll have full coverage from practice later on today. But let's move on to the big guest this week, former Wahoo Ant Harris. Uh, Anthony Harris was a free agent. He just signed a new deal with the Eagles. Um, So it was a pleasure to reconnect with Anthony because I covered Virginia, obviously, back in 2013 for two seasons. 
and he was on the team. So it was nice to reconnect uh, with one of the first college players I covered in my career. So um, we talked a lot about, obviously we talked about the Virginia football and what he's been doing, but the biggest thing is he started a Anthony Harris foundation and all the charities he's worked with. So after the break hear from Anthony Harris and all the big things he has planned in the near future. Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back. And we're joined by NFL DB Anthony Harris and former Wahoo. Ant, how's it going? It's going well. It's going well. Thank you for having me on the show. Appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having you. Um, so how has everything been? You know, obviously you're in the off season. You're a, you're a free agent right now. How's everything been going for you? Uh, things been going well. Um, I've been down here in South Florida, uh, enjoying the weather, training, um, really just focus on improving my game, um, doing different things in the community, um, not only here, um, but back in my hometown. So really just trying to, you know, enjoy the downtime um, as things start to pick up with free agency. Yeah, my, my next question actually is going to talk about what you've been doing in the community here locally. Um, you started the Anthony Harris Foundation this past year, but even before that, you really did something that I remember you talked about when you were a UVA player. You wanted to reach out to the community. You work a lot in Richmond. Tell me some of the stuff that your foundation is working on right now. Yeah, um, you know, right now I'm just I'm just working on trying to like maximize um, the platform that I have, uh, utilize all the resources I have, um, not only in my hometown, uh, Richmond, Virginia. Um, but currently right now we're in Florida um, where I'm spending my off-season time. So coming up this Thursday, we have opportunity to do a giveaway uh, with First Take. Um, Mayor Suarez, we're going to partner up to impact some youth here, um, as well as a couple other events coming up later this year. Um, you know, we're going to do something Juneteenth weekend out in Louisville. Um, we're going to partner some things up, try to uh, put together a good fundraiser as well as a uh, great event for the community there um, and just make a large impact. Um, over the past year, we've just been, uh, you know, trying to reach a number of communities any way possible, um, impacting the youth through education, sports, and mentorship um, while, you know, building other bridges along the way. You started off by doing stuff locally and wherever you're playing, either it was in Minnesota or Philadelphia, and obviously going back to where you played in high school, L.C. Bird in Richmond. Why was this so important to you that you that you did this? Yeah, um, I just think I, you know, I've been I've been extremely blessed. Um, you know, growing up having a large uh, number of people support me along the way, um, family, friends, 
uh, people that I meet in in the community um, who sees you know the work that I was putting in uh, on the field and just trying to do the right thing. Um, and I think along the way, a, a number of people have helped me a lot. Um, whether that's sharing information, uh, presenting me with different opportunities to you know see the world, uh, travel, um, play basketball, kind of see what's out there to be achieved. So you know, I want to give back to that community. Um, and people who've helped me along the way, but also, you know, I want to use my platform and ability to give um, people that I don't even know opportunity um, because that's something that was given to me um, by a number of people. So um, it's just really just been my journey along the way has really just kind of paved the way for what I'm doing now um, from my time in Richmond and Chesterfield to, you know, walking the grounds of UVA um, to, you know, partnering up with the uh, One Love Foundation and, and getting experience there with, you know, talking about healthy and unhealthy relationships with the youth. So it's just been a, a steady progress for me and just trying to improve in every aspect of my life. I was going to bring up the One Love Foundation because even before you started your foundation, uh, the NFL does something where you get to support a foundation by wearing your cleats, so, uh, some of your games, and you always chose the One Love Foundation as, as the cleats that you wanted to support and show the support of that foundation. Obviously, if a lot of people in the Charlottesville community and in UVA community would knows the story of Yard, Yardley Love. And that foundation has certainly helped with at least raising awareness for domestic violence. You were on grounds when that happened. How important is it that you use your national platform to raise awareness for this? Yeah. Um, you know, I didn't really know, um, you know, Yardley personally myself, um, but after crossing paths, uh, with a number of friends um, who knew her and people who knew her and were just around her. Uh, seemed like such a great person. And I just tried to, you know, pit myself um, in the shoes of, you know, a relative or someone who knew her. Um, and just thinking about that, you know, that life being taken and, and two lives uh, changing drastically, um, I wanted to help use my platform to um, raise awareness for that. Um, so, you know, hopefully we could, you know, take steps into, you know, um, you know, better relationships and, and being better people with one another. So um, that was kind of the stepping stone and, and gave me the idea to, you know, continue to partner with uh, One Love, but also um, start my own foundation, Anthony Harris Foundation, um, and, and make an impact with youth through education and sports as well. So um, it's just been a, a, a journey, um, a continued partnership, and really just trying to, you know, help people along the way. Um, and, and that included the One Love Foundation as well. You wore two different cleats this year. You wore your One Love cleat, but you also wore the Anthony Harris Foundation cleat. How how did it feel having your Anthony Harris Foundation cleat and start the platform there? It must have, I don't want to say proud, but it, at the same time, you must feel like this is actually happening. I can use my, again, I can use my platform and even help more use this way. Yeah, um, that was that was kind of the next step for me. Um, you know, it just kind of all happened organically with the right timing. Um, just trying to remain in who I am and, and what I'm doing. Um, so this past year, the representation of, uh, you know, both organizations was important to me um, to, you know, start uh, that journey as well, but also, you know, continuing the path and continuing to build that relationship there um, and make an impact in, in both fields and even outside of those. So. Um, it was kind of one of those surreal moments, really, um, where, you know, you're just kind of taking it one step at a time and you don't quite, you know, realize, you know, some of the things that you may be doing until you take a step back 
um, and, and really take a look at it. So um, it's something that, you know, I'm proud of. But, you know, at the same time, um, with the platform that I'm given, um, I just kind of, you know, want to push that for myself and not only challenge myself, but challenge other people to reach their full potential is really what it is. Um, you know, the opportunities there to, you know, make a large impact in a number of different areas. So I'm just trying to do that myself and, you know, hopefully inspire others to do it as well. And recently you've you've made national headlines with I, I don't know if she contacted you through the Anthony Harris Foundation, but you took a a wonderful young lady to a prom because uh, to her father daughter dance, excuse me, and you were able to dance. Her, her father had passed away. How how did you that relationship kind of start between the both of you, and how much did that mean to you by doing this for her? I think it just came from um, you know uh, trying to have a relationship with the fans, um, you know, trying to uh, you know let them into my life a little bit in terms of not just on the field, but interactions when I can, um, you know, a number of fans just follow my career and as appreciation um, when I can, I try to respond to um, messages and requests and, and different things of that sort. Um, but during my time in Minnesota, they, they both followed my career. Um, and then even my time to Philly, they, they followed me during that transition. Um, but during my time, my last season in Minnesota, um, I lost a loved one to covid and uh, during that point, um, I posted a I posted something on my social media um, in memory of him, and they sent their condolences and prayers um, through a direct message, and it really just caught my eye. You know, um, game day, uh, a lot of people really focusing on the game, but you know, someone taking notice um, on something that I could be going through in terms of you know the challenge of being focused on the field, performing at a high level, but at the same time that human aspect of you know we do have loved ones, we do have uh, relatives, and, and we're all around the world going through the same thing in terms of um, what's dealing with COVID and things of that sort. Um, so that was just something that I really appreciated. And then um, this past year, uh, her her mother, I mean, her father and um, grandfather passed away, and her mother asked if I could take her to the dance um, because she didn't she didn't want to take her. She didn't she didn't think that um, you know she would rather a male take her. And and she thought it would be special or something that could ease the, you know, grief that she was going through if I took her. And, um, you know, I wanted to embrace that opportunity to try to make a large impact and be able to support somebody who um, spared their time to send condolences to me as well. It looked like she had so much fun from those pictures. And so did you. It looked like it was a, a fun dance. And it seems, you know, it's been a while since we've seen each other in person. Obviously, you were at UVA and you graduated in 2015. So how much have you do you feel when you look back at the Anthony Harris, the college athlete, and now you look at yourself now? How much have you seen yourself change through everything you've, you've experienced in the NFL? But like you said, you've experienced other uh, through just interactions with your fans. You've been able to go into the community. How much have you seen yourself change? I mean, I think I've I think I've kind of remained, um, you know, who I am, um, you know, sort of that, that same kid, or that same teenager, um, you know, there walking around on the UVA grounds, um, oftentimes, you know, reconnecting with individuals from my college time and just catching up. Um, I think, you know, people start to really realize that, hey, this is the same guy um, from years ago, um, really still embracing that um, who's that dude mentality, um, you know, the, the UVA mantra. 
um, and really just, you know, trying to show people who I am um, in a way of just, you know, living my life, trying to uh, make as much impact as possible, trying to really inspire people and try to really, you know, um, bring bring people together and drive them to chase their dreams and become whatever they want to do. Um, and I think that that's just something I've been trying to focus on and not so much of, you know, um, where I'm at or the platform that I really have is just really just, you know, living my life and, and trying to inspire people. When's the last time you've been to grounds? Um, the last time I've been to grounds, uh, I believe it was, I believe it was last spring. Um, I went up to a basketball game, um, was able to get there and, you know, see some familiar faces. I'm looking to come back. Um, sometime soon, I believe uh, Chris Long is doing this uh, Waterboy charity event coming up um, over the next month or so. So I'll be back in Charlottesville, the city of the city. Will you be able to stop by grounds? Or spring practice starts on March 22nd. Yeah, I'm looking to, you know, come back, uh, spend a little bit more time around the players, meet the new coaching staff. I'm excited for the opportunity there for them to continue to build, continue to progress, um, and really just be back around a lot of familiar faces and a lot of familiarity on the grounds. Blanda Wolf is still at UVA. Yeah, yeah. Um, caught, I caught up with them, uh, you know, a few weeks back. We kind of talked a little bit. Um, but, you know, looking forward to, you know, seeing familiar faces like him, uh, Coach Higgins, and a number of other people. Uh, how much do you follow UVA football? I know obviously you have a lot of stuff going on, but how much do you follow them? And what is your reaction to, you know, the Tony Elliott hiring and just what, what's been going on with the program? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Um, you know, I've been I've been following the program, um, not not as much basketball, but you know when I can, you know I'm popping in. But from a football standpoint, um, that's kind of the ritual: um, travel to games, uh, whether away games or home games. You know, get in front of the TV Saturday, watching UVA football. Um, you know, get ready to go to the locker room and talk to the other guys about uh, you know beating their teams and different things of the sort and what's going on in college football. So I follow it pretty closely. Um, you know, excited for, you know, Coach Elliott and uh, the opportunity that they have there and what he's trying to build. And I'll be there every step along the way, um, whether that's, you know, cheering in person or cheering from a distance. Do you find yourself sometimes when you're watching, you, you feel that that edge that you want to go back there on the field and pl- play for your colors again once time when you, when you see something go wrong, you're like, oh, I, sh- I wish I could do that now. No, I mean, I, I really <laughs> just watch it from a true fan. Um you know, I get a little jealous um, with some of the guys out there. They're running around, they're jumping in the crowd. Um, you know, going down there near the band, near the hill, and that's something that I actually never did. I was one of those players who, you know, always tried to stay locked in during the game, um, and then even after game, you know, go over and, and talk to, you know, different players, and then get in the locker room and, and hear what coach had to say about, you know, how we played and things we could have uh, either we did well or could have gotten could have got better at. So. Um, that's the one thing that I, I would encourage the guys and I'll tell the guys uh, when I go back is really just to, you know, embrace every moment, um, you know, after the games, before the games, or just, you know, interacting with the fans, uh, going over to the student section, you know, showing them how much you appreciate them showing up uh, and cheering for you and really just, you know, taking that opportunity to give back and, you know, say and show you appreciate uh, the people who are there to support you. Do you ever think of a specific memory every time you think about your time at UVA? I mean, there's a number of memories that just that just pop in my head. Um, I think the one that, that popped back most recently um, was because of this uh, this past season. Um, I intercepted uh, Tom Brady and uh, 
at the time had two casts, two casts on my thumbs, and I, I laid up the ball back um, to a teammate. And, um, you know, I told him prior to that, you know, if I catch an interception, I'm probably going to lateral it because, you know, my ball security isn't quite uh, where it could be. And um, it reminded me of, uh, you know, a game in, in Sky Stadium uh, where I intercepted a pass and lateraled it to uh, Henry Cooley, um, who returned it for another 20 yards. And it ended up setting up a touchdown and we ended up winning that game. So I think just that moment um, of just, you know, taking that action, lateraling the ball back during the game, um, it reminded me of my time at UVA and doing that. And really just, you know, having a great time with all the uh, guys on the team there, the coaching staff, and just the entire environment. I think that was my first season covering UVA. I remember that play. <laughs> um, so uh, final thing, and if someone were to want to reach out to you for about Anthony Harris Foundation or just how, how to know and how they can help with any community events, where can they find this information? Yeah, you can go to the, the anthonyharrisfoundation.org. Um, you know, find more information about what we're doing there. Also be able to submit requests um, to, you know, partner up and do different things, um, you know, uh, in the future. So um, if you visit there, you, you'll have a lot of information there and be able to figure out what's going on, how you can help. And, um, you know, we just want to thank everybody for, you know, taking the time to visit um, and also keeping up with me as well. We hope that everybody in Charlottesville and around the world are doing well. Um, during tough times. I really appreciate your time, Ant. Thank you. Remember, we'll have a brand new episode of the Good Old Podcast on Tuesday. It'll be available on anywhere that you listen to your podcast. We are already on Apple and on Spotify. You can also see the video version of the podcast on our YouTube channel. So make sure you subscribe to the channel and also hit the bell so you are notified when a new episode has been loaded up. And make sure you also review and rate our podcast on Apple. Every sport has their big, juicy controversy. Boxing has the Mike Tyson ear bite. Cycling has Lance Armstrong. Baseball has its steroid era. Curling has Broomgate. It's a story of broken relationships, houses divided, corporate rivalry, and a performance-enhancing broom. It was a year I'd like to forget. Broomgate. Available now.